Testing, testing, one, two, three. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show today. We're going to talk about understanding investments and some basic or not so basic things we should all be aware of and making sure that we're optimizing our plan for retirement. So uh, Jamie Malm here is uh, with us here, guest co-host. Mr. Tony Shore is uh, in absentium. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm good, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. Very good. Yeah, Got my attention there. What was the the testing, testing one, two, three about? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about your test taking skills and I'm going to put you on the spot. No, I'm just kidding. But (laughs) What we are going to talk about is how that testing relates to our basic understanding about investments. So let me ask you this. If you had to tell me what the average American got as a score, if they took a test on 11 basic questions about investing, how do you think they scored? What do you think? Let's just call it a percentage. What do you think their percentage was? Box me in a corner here. Not knowing what the questions are, I would I would have to, a safe, a mathematically safe answer would be half. Because okay. you have people well, that are above and below average. That's not fun. I wanted to <laughs> get some shock and awe here. All right. Pretty close. Okay. So... Here's the actual stats. There was a study done by the Motley Fool and 48% was the average quote unquote grade that these test takers got, average Americans. And it was 11 basic questions. Like you said, you didn't know what it was, but I was hoping you were going to shoot high so I could come in and be really (laughs) shocking. I thought 48% was low. So, all right, here is one I don't think you're going to get. Okay. Percentage of people who answered all 11 questions correctly, what do you think that was? Mm. 10%? Okay, yes. My opportunity to be shocking. It's actually less than one. <laughs> oh, I don't know wow. why I'm saying yes about that because it's not like we want the average American to <laughs> get less than less we- than 1% of the average Americans to get all of them correct. But we do want to take an opportunity to change that today, at least for our listeners. So this is a big topic, right? Understanding your investments can be a major undertaking and overwhelming thing to think about, well, where would I even start if I don't feel really confident about my overall financial picture, understanding what I have? So let's take some baby steps here. Okay. First, let's start by categorizing some types of accounts. And when we think about long-term investing, we can own a lot of different investments, which we'll dive into a little bit, but really these are going to fall into one of three buckets, taxable, tax-deferred, or tax-free. And let me explain just briefly what I mean by those. So 
taxable would be if you opened like a, a you know an account at a brokerage and you have already paid taxes on that money. It's like it's sitting in your checking account and you want to go invest with that money. That's a taxable account. Tax deferred would be like your 401k or an IRA. You are making those contributions pre-tax and it's growing tax deferred. And then tax free would be things like your Roth IRA or maybe life insurance and something that eventually when you go to take it out, it's going to come out tax free. So I think it's important as we start to understand our investments, let's first think about what bucket they fall into, as that's a really important distinction as we think about your overall financial plan, right? That's good. I, yeah, I like that analogy. I'd, I'd uh, draw buckets pretty much every day. They don't, they don't look like buckets too well. I need to work on that. But yeah, buckets are an important concept to think about the type of money that you have. You know, how is that treated from a tax perspective? And that plays into so many things in planning for retirement and taking retirement income and thinking of a bucket, you read the outside of that bucket, picture that there are rules on the outside of it. And those rules relate to how much money you can put in, when you can put money in, uh, how much you can put into that, what type of investments, there might be some restrictions on, on that as well. And when you take money out of that bucket, there are rules on how that's going to be taxed and how much and how quickly you can take out of that bucket as well. But a bucket could hold a variety of different things. You could put stocks in that bucket. You could put mutual funds, annuities, um, a lot of different options there to hold within the bucket. So we want to look at what makes the most sense based on a person's retirement income needs. Are they close to retirement? Is that way far out? and how aggressive or how conservative we want to be with the things we're putting into that bucket and changing those over time. We should see how many times we can say the word bucket in, in today's show, Jamie. If somebody <laughs> wants to make this into a drinking game, maybe, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> they said bucket. Great minds. Okay. So I, I want to, let's talk a little bit about what you just said there. So yes, we can own all these different things and they go into those different categories and then there's rules to it. So if we think about the tax classification and the rules and some specific type of investments, let's talk about why it's important to know those rules, know how it impacts your appetite for risk, right? Because we don't want to do something that isn't in line with your either your risk tolerance or your time horizon for retirement. And we typically like to explain this in terms of short-term, mid-term, and long-term money. So talk a little bit about how we would further characterize then what we own into that short, mid, and long-term. Yep. Yeah. So you, you picture again the, the buckets. You have your short-term bucket medium-term bucket, your long-term bucket, and investing can be an emotional thing. And we're reminded of that, and particularly in a year like this, I literally just got done meeting with a couple for the first time. They retired a long, you know, number of years ago. They sold their house in 2020, and they've been sitting on cash, pretty sizable amount of cash for the last couple of years because they had a lot of emotions about what's going on in the market. And is it is it ever going to come back? When will it come back? And a lot of concerns about that. So they knew 
you know, long term, it makes sense to be invested, but I just don't know when to get in and what type of things to invest that in. And now we have money sitting in that taxable bucket. Uh, what makes the most sense? So what we want to do is simplify and organize your investments into a plan that fits long term and isn't going to change based on emotions and inflation and the market and legislation, taxes, all that fun stuff. We need a simplified plan that makes sense with our end goal, knowing we're going to experience some things along the way that are less than ideal. So we plan ahead so those things don't take us off track. So with the market being down right now, um, depending on a person's situation, we want to look at how do we turn this into an opportunity based on how you're invested today. If you've had a reasonable approach to things, this might be a good time to either do some Roth conversions or move more money into aggressive, more aggressive things, relatively speaking, and take advantage of the market being down or not, depending on your risk tolerance. So you want to be intentional with your, your money. If you're not, no one is going to be intentional for you. And uh, it, your money also, you want to have that tethered to something important so it doesn't float around and, and it's up to the whims of the market or what you're feeling that particular day. So let's say you have two goals in retirement. One is to spend more time with your grandkids and one is to travel more. If the market's up a lot, you know, 20% gain in the year, like 2019, did your goals change? No, you still want to spend time with your grandkids. You still want to travel. What if the market goes down by 20%? Grandkids are still there. You still want to travel, but you want to make sure that you have your buckets set up ahead of time to be able to navigate that. This is something that seems so simple and if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I, you know, I just am not confident in my understanding of investments, don't feel bad. That is, as you heard at the beginning, you know, less than 1% of people got basic questions answered correctly. What I think is terrifying and I don't, you know, I never want to call other advisors out, but Jeff, as you know, I've been an advisor to advisor, so to speak, for years. So mm -hmm. I talk to a lot of other advisors. What I think is terrifying a little bit is what other advisors don't know. And there is a big difference if you're working with somebody who doesn't actually do comprehensive financial planning that doesn't understand how to put a plan together. Maybe they just live in one world, one piece of it, where they're just picking investment, so to speak, and they just live in the accumulation stage. So that would be where I want to, you know, kind of what I want to talk about next is as you think about your financial life, think about it in terms of three stages, the accumulation, the protection and the distribution phase. And what I find is a lot of advisors are pretty familiar with the accumulation stage. Mm -hmm. They know how to, how to recommend investments. They know how to find those stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and they'll, you know, you, you just you accumulate these things along the way, but fewer and fewer advisors actually put plans together on how that actually, how those things all work together over a long-term plan and how to, like you said, be intentional with your plan and keep it from derailing. I just had uh, some clients come in and this is where I really start to feel for people is it's overwhelming. You know, we talked about so much in this appointment and trying to explain everything they have. They go and meet with their other advisor and the other advisor I can tell is just as confused as they are. They're giving incorrect info and that can be really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So 
let's let's talk about these three stages. Do you agree that you think most people, most advisors focus on the accumulation phase? Yeah, I literally just had an example of that uh, today in meeting with a couple for the first time. <clears throat> and we often see this where the focus of the conversation, and this is our own industry's fault, is a lot of people, to your point, are f- advisors are focused on that accumulation, growing money, beating the stock market, here's my returns and pie charts. And that's what they talk to their clients about every time they get together. Well, that's important, but it's losing sight of the bigger picture. So a lot of times people come in and they meet with us and your returns and your expenses, what are your fees? And the focus is just on the return side, whereas it's a, a portion of the recipe to have a successful retirement. That's not everything. And if we focus just on accumulation, that would be this is dangerous me using a sports analogy, but if you had a, a, a football team and you, all you had was uh, running backs on it, that's not going to work out mm-hmm. too well. You need different pieces and in different phases of the game, different pieces or players make sense more than others. Right. Well, and here's where I feel for people where they're trying to understand how all this fits together. There's a lot of just flat out wrong information out there. There's a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of things that are just left out because people don't know what they don't know advisors included. So let's talk about these other stages. Accumulation is one thing. Yes, it's a piece of the puzzle. We've determined it's important. Protection is the second stage that I mentioned. And we think about that protection stage as the five-year period before and after retirement. I think the five years before is pretty obvious on why that is the protection stage, because as we near retirement, we get closer and closer. We don't have the time to recover from market losses. So the focus should start to shift from just accumulating more, growing more to protecting what we've accumulated so far. The the five years after maybe isn't as obvious to some people. Maybe you think about that, go, well, I'm already there. Why do I care about still protecting assets the five years after? And for anybody that's looked at the impact of the sequence of returns, which is basically what if you have losses, you know, right when you retire and are, are also taking money out, you would have a really clear picture of that, which is probably a topic we don't have time for today, but one we should maybe revisit. Mm-hmm. And then the distribution is when you've stopped earning that paycheck and you need to turn your assets into an income stream for the rest of your life. We we really need to help people understand. And that's one thing that you and I feel so passionate about is one, understanding the type, the tax type. Two, understanding what's going to go in those and is it short, mid or long term? But then three, where does it fit into your financial stage of your life? Accumulation, protection, distribution. And I think if you think about it in those three main categories, for me, that really, you know, when, with the people that I've talked to, it really starts to come together and things start to fall in place and it starts to click in their minds on how do I start really understanding the big picture here? Yeah, that's a, a great analogy. And, you know, that five years before, five years after retirement, you have the most at risk at that point because you've accumulated and now you're probably going to start using those assets for income. You have the most at risk and very common error that people make is they wait too late to get a good plan in place. They'll, um, they'll meet with us and you know, I'm not ready to really do anything right now. I'm not retiring for another year or two. I'm going to wait until that point until I figure all this stuff out. That's not the best time. You want to, regardless of where you're at in your planning process, get some good advice, get a good plan in place now, because that will help you to navigate things like what we're experiencing this year with the market being down. 
but also help you plan ahead from a tax perspective and where am I putting new assets in? If you're still working, where are you contributing? Should that be pre-tax or Roth? You move money from one to the other bucket. Uh, those are all things that we help our clients out with and we help anyone that comes in to meet with us for a second opinion on their retirement plan. So organizing and simplifying your assets will help you to avoid mistakes. And it's really common for someone to come into our office and they've got a shoebox full of stuff and they don't know really here what we have, the buckets, the, the risk level. What we do is we take the time to rebuild their portfolio and go through exactly what they own and show them that many times for the first time. What that means to them, is it good, bad, or ugly? Should there be any change more to that? But we want to simplify and have a good understanding of what you have today. It's hard to be aggressive when you're confused. If you don't understand what you have and why you have that, it's hard to make some good changes going forward. So that's a big part of what we do is organize things for our clients. And uh, we offer a complimentary second opinion again for anyone that comes in and meets with us. And we'll go through all of this stuff and more. I'm always amazed when we sit down with people and they do bring that shoebox full of info in. We've taken the time to rebuild the portfolios. We've had our maybe our CFAs or our CPAs take a look at it and weigh in. And when you go through it and you say, you know, here, let's go through exactly what you own and why you own this. Has anybody ever gone through this with you before? And nine times out of the 10, the question is no, I've never seen that. And I'm always kind of taken aback by that because I think, no, that's a real sh shame on us, shame on our industry as a whole, that we have so many people out there and, and they just have not been educated on what they own, why they own it, and what it's going to do for them. And that's one of the things that I think is so beneficial to people, regardless of whether they're our clients or not. You come in, you meet with us for a second opinion, we're going to do that for you. So at least you leave our office knowing exactly what you own, exactly what your options are, where there may be shortfalls in the plan, and probably with recommendations on what to do if you want to make changes. Yeah, that's that's great. And you know, going back to your <clears throat> your story there at the beginning with the the test, our goal and where Jamie and I get a lot of uh, wins in, in our life and what we do and how we help our clients is helping our clients to better understand what they have and seeing those light bulbs turn on and how oh, I get that. And now I see why we're doing it this way and having a good understanding of that. Um, that's our goal is, is I feel like people are educated, they're comfortable with things. You're going to have a better outcome and don't feel whether you work with an advisor currently, or if you come in to meet with us for that second opinion, be comfortable in asking any question that you have. Be transparent. I don't, I don't understand this stuff. What in the heck is a, an IRA versus a Roth IRA? Ask those questions so that you can get that help and have a good plan so you understand what's occurring there. So um, again, encourage anyone that's listening, if you would like to, if you've never had the, taken the time to have someone go through your investments, your accounts, the fees you're paying, your diversification, and how those ultimately work together for your overall plan, give us a call and come in for that complimentary second opinion. You can reach us at 651 842 8406 and meet with Jamie or myself or another one of our advisors. Uh, you can email us at info at financialpaladin.com and check us out at financialpaladin.com. So, and thank you all very much, Jamie. Thank you. And uh, we will see everyone or hear everyone next, next week. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. 
don't pay too much for taxes, or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.